big idea. Making disciples isn't just something I do to help others grow. I do it to help myself become more like Christ. Our weekly identity statement, I become more like Christ when I help others become more like Christ. And our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. One of the most important values we have at 6-8 is what we call modeling the way. Among the deacons and elders, we talk about leading by example. We don't want to be the kind of leaders that, that bark orders and commands at the people while we sit on the sidelines sipping tea. We want to be the kind of leaders that pick up the shovel when there's a hole to dig. At the same time, another crucial principle for us is replacing yourself. When we don't involve, train up, and release others to do the work of the ministry of 6-8, we not only limit what is possible, but we rob people of the joy of serving. How is serving a joy, you might ask? I know it seems ridiculous, and oftentimes at first it can feel like a burden, but most of the time, people move from burden to blessing when it comes to their mindset on serving. When you see the difference your service makes, it facilitates the desire to serve. But what does any of this have to do with making disciples? I can see why you'd be asking that question. While modeling the way is not limited to serving, that is one of the most pragmatic ways to make the best use of modeling the way and making disciples. Serving alongside someone is one of the best ways to build a relationship with that person. There's just something about working hard with people to accomplish a task that draws people together. And when it comes to making disciples, working hard and setting an example of hard, thorough, excellent, and completed work models some great attributes of Christian character. Plus, when you're serving alongside someone, it's pretty easy to strike up a conversation. And when there's a lull in the conversation, you've got something to do. It's a great way to make disciples. Beyond simply serving with someone, the way you live your life is also a discipling tool. In Jesus' day, being someone's disciple meant you spent all day, every day with your rabbi. You lived in community, ate together, worked together, did everything together. Your goal was to become a carbon copy of your rabbi. This is a big missing component in our world today, and to be honest, it's probably not coming back. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't work to incorporate aspects of doing life on life with others into our approach to mentoring people around us. A lot of times, we just need to have the kind of relationship with the people we want to develop that they see how we live our life and want to know how or why we live that way. They need to see how we work and what a Christian work ethic looks like. They need to see how we treat our neighbors. They need to see how we treat our families. They, they need to see how we worship, how we study, how we read, how we incorporate Scripture into our lives. They just need to learn by seeing our example. And, by the way, they need to see our mistakes. They especially need to see how we handle our mistakes, how we respond with grace, and how we humble ourselves and seek forgiveness and work to make things right when we've messed up. Modeling the way isn't about living perfect lives in full display of the public. Modeling the way is about living real life in front of the people we want to help mentor and develop in their journey. That's the point, the journey. 
We are all on a journey, and that's what others need to see from us, that we, just like them, are on a journey of looking less like Adam and more like Christ. We've heard the phrase, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Teaching someone else to follow Jesus is more caught than taught. We can talk all day about the truth of God's word, who we are in Christ, and all the promises of Scripture, but if it doesn't change the way we live our day-to-day, Monday-through-Friday lives, we don't really believe and aren't really followers of Jesus. Like we talked about on Sunday from Matthew 5.19, Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. The practice of the command comes first, then the teaching of it to others. People will catch more of the command as they see it being lived out in our lives than they will if we try to preach it into their lives. This is something that I'm still growing in. I'm still working hard to lead by example, to model the way. Of course, that can be hard since my actual job is to preach. But still, my words have more weight when my life reflects my words. Modeling the way is how we take the ethereal concept of transformation and make it tangible. When people see that we have changed and are changing, it makes change less scary and more palpable in their own life. Also, the way we live our lives communicates what's important to us. I suspect this may be why some of us struggle to let others in too deep in our lives. Social media hasn't helped with this at all. We've become experts at compartmentalizing our lives, and even if it's not through social media, there are often several versions of us. There's the church version, the work version, the public version, and the behind-closed-doors-around-your-family version. I think some of us struggle with the idea of inviting someone into our lives or mentoring or discipling someone because we know who we are in every situation. And maybe we worry about the contrasting schizophrenic nature of our lives, or we worry we may do something that knocks us off the pedestal they've placed us on. And to be honest, we like being on the pedestal. We're not only afraid of getting knocked off the pedestal, we're afraid that people will see who we really are and what is really the most important thing to us. And if people start to see how we really live our lives, they might discover that we spend way more time with Netflix than we do with Jesus. But only Jesus deserves to be on the pedestal of anyone's life. And the sooner we get over our fear of being exposed for all our imperfections and start showing people who we really are and who we are becoming, the more we will be able to help people become something different for themselves. Whatever the fear may be, I hope we can all start to see the importance of the bigger picture. Modeling the way isn't about being the perfect example. Sure, it's about setting an example, but the example isn't perfection. It's process and progress. It's showing that we are growing, that we are closer to Christ today than yesterday, that Jesus is the king of my heart, but sometimes I knock him off the throne. As long as your end game is to put into practice more and more of what Jesus commanded, you're modeling the way. And that, after all, is the way. Putting Jesus' words into practice and teaching others to do the same is the way. This might be a good time to do a values-slash-practices audit. Take a look at how you spend your time and money. Think back over the past week or two to see what you did with your time. How much time did you spend with Jesus? How much time did you spend watching Netflix? Time on social media? Screen time in general? So forth. How did you spend your money? 
Were you able to put God first in your finances? Were you able to tithe? Were you able to be generous with others? What we spend our time and money on is what we value. If we say we value following Christ, but that isn't reflected in our time and money, there's something off. And instead of feeling guilty or condemned about the result, just ask God to show you one thing you can do to value him more with your time and money. Our daily scripture focus, Matthew 5.19, Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine spending all day, every day with Jesus, mimicking his every move. Can you imagine someone doing the same thing with your life? Second, reflect. What kind of model have you been for the people following Christ in your life? Are you modeling God's way or the world's way? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your mind and heart about each of these areas. If you have put up a facade you don't want anyone to see behind, ask God to give you the courage to start being transparent about the struggles in your life. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the people in your life who modeled the way for you. Thank God that you are becoming like Christ, and thank God that He trusts you to help people become more like His Son. 